The following program is sponsored by Frank Shelton. Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. Today, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. Praise the Lord and Happy New Year to you. And I hope all is well in your world. I'm Frank Shelton. Today, got an excellent episode. I'm going to talk to you about lost and found. Lost and found. I just got back this weekend. I preached in three cities in two days in North Carolina and uh, had the honor to speak at a leadership prayer breakfast. 63 people were there Saturday. There was a judge, uh, county commissioners, candidate for Congress, about 10 pastors, wonderful people. And I gave an invitation. We had seven people saved at the prayer breakfast, praise the Lord, and uh, then spoke at New Life Authentic Community Church in Conover, North Carolina. And uh, God completely slammed the altar. And that night, got to preach at um, Gateway Baptist Church in Newton, North Carolina. And God ripped the roof off. And uh, my friend Randy Shepard, an Olympic chaplain, came to meet me. And uh, he shared some of his testimony for 10 minutes. And I preached. And the entire altar was slammed. And um, in the morning, I preached on the woman caught in adultery. And um, at night, I shared some of my testimony, um, but just went straight in about Matthew chapter 7, about standing on the rock. And uh, man, the place unglued. The Lord, on a Sunday night, great crowd and full altar, soul saved, and it's humbling. But they've already invited me back to come back to preach. I'd love to come speak in your neck of the woods and uh, just go to frankshelton.com. Lord willing, this spring I will be preaching in Statesville, North Carolina. Uh, My buddy Clayton King is preaching Sunday and Monday. He's a well-known evangelist, former campus pastor at Liberty University, and he is also one of the pastors at New Spring Church in Anderson, South Carolina, one of the biggest churches in the nation. Clayton and I went to Gardner-Webb University together. I've been friends with him half my life, and he's a fireball. And uh, he's preaching Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. The lieutenant governor of North Carolina is actually going to preach under the tent Tuesday. And I'll be preaching on Wednesday. That's the first week in April. For more details, go to frankshelton.com. I want to talk to you about lost and found. Lost and found. Luke chapter 15, the Bible says in verse 1, They drew near unto him, all the publicans and sinners, to hear Jesus And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Imagine that. Thank God for a Savior who loves sinners. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose just one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he find it? Let me park the car here. Christian clergy church, if you are no longer going after lost people, You may not be looking like the Lord. Go after the lost, you'll find the Lord. 
And uh, it's possible churches today are lost. And uh, we need GPS, God's plan of salvation, to get back on track. Verse 5, and when he found it, he put the lost sheep on his shoulders rejoicing. You know, the angels rejoice over one that repents. I preached at a tent revival in Alabama. A town of 6,000 put up a 2,000-seat tent. 405 got saved. And are you ready for this? The only few that were upset were some complacent clergy. I'm just going to share this in love. God said, do the work of an evangelist. Some of us think it said, do the work of a Calvinist. You know, God told us to go fish. And uh, sometimes we're not playing with a full deck if we don't leave the loss to the Lord. And when he come home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto him, Rejoice with me, for I found this one sheep that was lost. Wow, they threw a party for a lost sheep. Verse 7, I say to you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents, more than over the ninety-nine just persons which need no repentance. Verse 8, there's a woman having ten pieces of silver. If she lost one coin, does she not light a candle, sweep the house, get on her knees, and seek diligently till she find it? And when she had found it, she called her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice, for I found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there's joy in the presence of the angel of God over one sinner that repents. So you starting to see a theme, verse 11. And Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me, and he divideth unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a far country and wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all that he had, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he said, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country, and he sent him to the fields to feed swine or pigs in the mud. And he would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave to him. And when he came to his senses... He said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? And I will rise and go to my father, and I will say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no worthy to be called your son. Make me just as one of your hired servants. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed his son. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am not even worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, and bring him hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now found. And they had a party. Verse 25, Now his elder son was in the field. And as he came, he drew nigh to the house. He heard the music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what all this meant. And he said unto him, Your brother has come home. Thy father hath killed the fatted calf because he had received him safe and sound. And the sibling, the brother, was angry. He would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and asked him. And he answered, All these years have, quote, I serve thee. 
never did anything wrong, never broke any commandments, yet you never gave me the fatted calf or had a party with my friends. But as soon as your son was home and he devoured the living with the harlots and blew all of his money, you throw him a party. And he said unto him, Son, you were always with me, and all that I have is yours. But we should be happy because your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost, but now he's found. The chapter's called Lost and Found. My good friend Kenny Baldwin is a dear friend, a powerful preacher, lives in Virginia, went through a horrible bout with COVID, but praise God, God gave him grace. And But we called up about a month ago, and he shared an outline with me, and I want to give Kenny the credit. I love alliteration, but I got to give credit where credit is due. But Kenny said, I want to hit you with four quick points. First of all, he talked about the lost sheep, the lost sheep. You know, if a shepherd has a hundred and ninety-nine are at the homestock, but one of them is astray, a shepherd worth his salt, you know the story, would leave ninety-nine to go after one. The lost sheep was found. But then he said, let's talk about the lost silver, the lost silver, the coin. You know, I was convicted. Maybe this has happened to you. If you try to get ready to leave and you either can't find your car keys or your cell phone, that will bless you. And um, have you ever just had life come to a screeching halt and you can't find the car keys? You can't go anywhere without the car keys. And then most people these days wouldn't almost go anywhere without the cell phone. And I say this in love, but that smartphone is a blessing and a curse. And number two, the smartphone may have been the dumbest thing we've ever bought. And um, nowadays with the Patriot Act, you know, I think they're turning the lens as instead of policing the terrorists, some of the patriots, the conscientious Christians, godly citizens, it seems like the binoculars and the microscope of Big Brother have been turned on us. But if you do look over your shoulder, just remember there's God's two sheepdogs following you. Surely goodness and mercy are following us all the days of our lives. But maybe you've been in a hurry and you can't find the car keys, can't find the cell phone, and you find yourself on all fours and you're on the knees and you're looking high and low and under the bed and you finally find it. This has happened more than once to me, but the Holy Spirit will nudge me. God will convict me. And I almost felt like the Lord saying, Frank, you're so busy, but this is the first time you've been on your knees today looking for the car keys or the cell phone. But I can relate when they found the lost sheep and here this woman found the lost silver but praise the Lord, it was lost, but now it's found. But then there's the lost son. You know the story. You could preach it better than me. See, the one son, the prodigal, wanted his retirement now. He wasn't even old enough. And then we had an older brother back on the ranch. It wanted his retirement and a little bit later. But the problem is one wanted the retirement now, the other wanted the reward. But there is no retirement, there is no reward without the relationship to the Father. And if you think about it, the one that was probably hurt the most was not the prodigal dining at the buffet with the pigs in the mud. And it wasn't even the self-righteousness smug attitude of the brother. The one that probably hurt the most was the father. And uh, so we have a lost sheep, a lost silver. Here's the lost son. And the prodigal 
is parting with the pigs, but when the smoke is gone and the music has faded and the girls are no longer around the table, it's lonely. You learn who your real friends are. I remember I visited a friend one time in prison, and with tears he said, Frank, when the beer stopped and the drugs were gone and the music was over, he said, you learn who your real friends are. And he said, other than my parents, you're the only person to ever once come visit me while I was in prison with my back against the wall behind the bars. But he came to his senses and uh, praised God for grace and second chances. And uh, he came back home, and we see a father who saw his son afar off, and through the eyes of biblical binoculars, the father was privately praying that the boy would come home. And when he saw him, he didn't wait for the boy to get all the way to the porch. The senior citizen father began to sprint as if he was auditioning for the Olympics. And he's running to meet the prodigal. Today, I don't care where you're at or what you've done. I'm telling you, God, the Father, and his glorious grace is looking for you. And the moment you start to repent and come home, we have a father who's not waiting for you to get right, but he's willing to run to you to make it all right. So we have the lost sheep which was found, the lost silver was found, the lost son was found. But in closing, we have a lost sibling who was lost and he was already at the house. And maybe today we can do an inventory. Some of us fall in perhaps one of two camps. We either strayed and need to come back, or maybe we've been saved so long we forgot what it was like to be lost. Maybe there's some self-righteousness. Maybe we need to check our ego. Ego is edging God out. And, you know, I would encourage you today to just pause and just give God praise and just say, God, thank you. I've been saved for X amount of days, weeks, years. And I don't want to be like the older brother, but right before you come or call me home, I don't want to be like the prodigal brother. I just want to say, Father, I love you for who you are, not because what you're going to give me, but because you've already done too much. Guys, I'd love you. If you'd like to partner with us, go to frankshelton.com. I'd love to preach revival in your neck of the woods. And thank God that we were lost, but with Christ, we can be found. Thank you for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.